Whether you seek adventure, search for answers, break down barriers, or see the world for what it can be, you're just what we're looking for. CIA is searching for women of all skill sets to join the Directorate of Operations and help protect our nation. Visit cia.gov careers. Ever wonder what separates cloud innovators? Find out. Download the Deloitte U.S. Future of Cloud Survey Report, closing the cloud strategy, technology, and innovation gap at deloitte.com slash U.S. slash cloud survey. Deloitte. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning. Happy Thursday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen. Early break. Full show ahead. Our final show of this calendar year. We'll come back on Monday. Fresh start to a new year. Maybe we'll reset your record again, Sip. Because you're below 500 now in the game show. Jeez. You never know what to expect. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I think I'm all right. Just he, th- he thinks he's okay. Yeah, I think I'm all right. I. Uh, this is it. This is it. Well, for this year. Yeah. <laughs> for, for other shows, this is it today. This is this is just it for us for this year. Well, we're back Monday. No shows tomorrow for New Year's Eve. Can we say that? Yes. There's no show tomorrow. Yeah. Can we say we're back? We, we are back. Yeah. Okay. You want breaking news? We are sticking around. The station early break rolls on. Wow. Well, that's great news. And I'm really happy that we're rolling on. You're, you're, uh, you're a champ. Um, and I enjoy this. This is the, my, I always tell you it's my favorite part of the day. And I love working with you. And I don't want to get too sappy. But um, <laughs> that, I wasn't uh, prepared for sappiness. We're, st- <laughs> we're sticking around. Yeah, if you, you want to get sappy, that's when you're leaving. We're, we're not, though. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't need to get sappy, but it's the new year, and I should say thank you to you, and I'm saying thank you, and thank you to Harrison, and I had an interesting exchange with Harrison. I asked him if he was going to watch the games, um, and I was talking about the playoff, um, Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Alabama, Cincinnati, and he, and he immediately said, yeah, I'm going to watch the Bulls this weekend. <laughs> he didn't know what I was talking about. I said, you going to watch the yeah, games? Yeah, watch the Bulls. Yeah, I'm gonna watch the Bulls. Uh, he's been watching G League action. Harrison, <laughs> come on! <laughs> I knew you'd react that way. G League. <laughs> he's watching the G League. It's like me. I mean, again, I'm not trying to disparage this, but I yeah, I, you are actually trying to. Disparage I like it. I like the Omaha Storm Chasers for AAA baseball okay. because it's fun to watch them. That's like me investing a lot of time to watch them on TV. Now, if I go to those games because my uncle has tickets, different story. Yeah, but if I'm sitting on my couch. Watching Storm Chasers baseball. Well, watching that's the like league. watching the G League, Harrison. Watching AAA baseball. Right. If you spent a lot of time watching AAA baseball, I would wonder about. Well, it. if I had season tickets, about your different. sanity. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if you're following the, like the right, if Oklahoma I, City, that's team. that's what I'm talking about. Like that. Right. If I have, I have no ability to go watch them in person and just me uh, investing time to watch it on TV. That's when you should be concerned about my sanity. We're not gonna make. We're not gonna make fun of Harrison today. I, Harrison, me and Harrison share a love for the, the G League 
Me and Harrison really like the NBA. And I like tracking the NBA yeah, not, and not watching it. My Heat are doing well still. Yeah, COVID's got them, though. Did you? Uh, I, I want to give you a quick stat. This will not go long, but I saw this before the show. You thought Nebraska was bad at shooting threes? You want yeah. a stat from last night? Yeah. Thank the you. Boston Celtics last night in a 91-82 loss to the Clippers in Boston were four for 42 on three-pointers. I repeat, Clank. in their own arena, the Celtics were four for 42 Clank. on three-pointers. That's a professional basketball team Jeez. playing at home. Jeez. Jeez. That's pretty bad. I don't, And I'm not going to go on a diatribe here, but that's why I'm not – no diatribe. But that's why – Teams that are so reliant on the three, I don't trust. I just don't trust them. Well, don't most NBA teams rely on the three? Uh, we were just talking, me and me and Harrison. The Bulls are on a tear. He said five-game winning streak. Um, and you know a lot of it's DeRozan. And you know what DeRozan shooting from mid-range? 62%. That's See, I like the comfort of having a guy like that that you can lean on during scoring droughts. You know, I think Nebraska has that guy, by the way. I verge, but you got to use him correctly. But they still still have the drought, though. But he, I mean, the drought is not skippable for this program. Right. But anyway, anyway, um, there you go. There's some NBA talk. Yes, that's all we'll have for you today. 464 5685, call or text as always. By the way, last night. Uh, there were some bowl games, and Go the one, those. yeah, and the one that we we were out and about celebrating a couple, you know, a couple guys leaving the station. Um, but we were we, out and about. We were out and about. Um, but last night we were catching the Oklahoma Oregon game, where Bob Stoops was, of course, Bob Stoops coaching the Sooners for an interim basis. Brent Venables, the new coach, coming for next year. But the Sooners were up thirty to three at halftime, and they win forty seven. To 32 last night in their bowl game, which was the Valero Alamo Bowl. That was a good look, Bob Stoops on the sidelines, wasn't it? I, we were talking. I I know that uh, I I said this a long time ago when Lincoln Riley left. I said Stoops needs to be their full time coach. He's not doing that, but it looks right. Like Venables might look right, but Bob Stoops definitely oh, yeah. looks right. Well, he won ten Big Twelve titles. I mean, think about that, Jake. Think of just. I sometimes think we gloss over certain stats. The man won 10 Big 12 titles. I mean, 10. Think about that. Think about Frost winning 10 Big 10 titles. The mood of this place is a lot different. Well, I mean. A lot different. Frost could could do whatever he wants in this world. I mean, 10 Big 10 titles? Bob Stoops. You want how big of a statue, Scott? Yeah, exactly. How big? I mean, where... How many do you want? Stoops, you want Stoops. Stoops looked so natural. And think about that. The impact he had. He just walks in there, does bull preparation, and leads him to a good win against a good team. That's, I mean, he's a great coach. Man, it'd be nice if he coached. It just, it just Not at right. Iowa, you know, It just looked right. Not at Iowa, though. Now, on the one hand, it would be really fun, right, for Bob Stoops to be at Iowa. And think of how that would enhance the Big Ten brand, just mm-hmm. one guy. 
but it's not. I don't think that's yeah. going to happen. I, I don't want that personally because yeah, that, that'd be a tough person to go against. But I do like the fact. Oh, you'd be a basket case. Let's just oh let's yeah. just call it what it is. If if Bob Stoops ever was the coach in Nebraska somehow, I think I'd be in a very very good place though. Yeah, at Nebraska. Yeah, at Nebraska. Nowhere else in the conference. Just that ain't happening. Just though. Nebraska. You know that ain't happening. I know he's enjoying the life, not being a head coach anymore. But I can always dream. I can always dream. Bob Stoops needs to be coaching still. Other bowls. Uh, other bowls from last night, yes. You had uh, Clemson. I, th- I thought this was a very a weird matchup, but it was a decent game. Clemson beats Iowa State last night 20-13. to That was in the, I believe, the Cheez-It Bowl. Yes, it was. Yeah. What was the Cheez-It Bowl? Clemson. Yeah. Clemson playing in the Cheez-It yep, Bowl sounds That's kind of weird. weird, isn't it? Is you think like of it as the Orange Bowl or you yeah. know, one of the big ones, but they're playing in the, the Cheez-It Bowl. Yeah, that's – um. no, they have to swallow – Clemson had to swallow its pride. There's no doubt about that, Jake. I'm still not impressed at all with their quarterback. I thought he was good last year when they had to, you know, do some stuff in COVID when when Trevor Lawrence couldn't play last season. But in this game, they win twenty to thirteen. But DJ Uyunglele, how about that pronunciation? Uh, twenty one of thirty two, one eighty seven, no touchdowns, a pick. It just doesn't do it for me. What Brees Hall do? Brees Bryce Hall did not play in this game. Oh, he did not. <laughs> Why would I expect him to play in this game? I don't know. I'm trying to think it was a COVID problem if he just didn't play. He didn't play. He opted out. He backed okay. out. It was an opt-out. No, it was not a COVID problem. He opted out. Of course he did. Just making sure. Don't get this me one. started. Um, um, hey, 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 what else? Can we give another bowl result? Uh, the last one from yesterday was, it was, oh, yeah, Big Ten. It was a, the first game of the day. Maryland put a walloping on Virginia Tech, 54-10. to 10. Terps. Terps end their season at 7-6 and six in the New Era Pinstripe Bowl. Talia Tungavaloa had 20, was 20-24 passing, 265, two touchdowns, no picks. Also ran four times for 42 yards. Will he stay there or will he go in the portal? I, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, if he goes in the portal, he'll have a lot of, he'll have a lot of suitors. I mean, I mean – Yes, he. Well, I would think Nebraska would be one of them. Yeah, well, right, right. If you could get him, try to get him. Now, th- that's a great win for Maryland. I say what you want. I, Jake, what would we be talking about if Nebraska beat Virginia Tech fifty-four to ten? Come on, we wouldn't gloss over. We'd it. be talking about we'd overreact. Here we, here we, oh, overreaction, yeah, but yeah. yeah, and we'd be looking forward to next season. And how that's yeah. going to be great. How this is momentum for it. Yeah, it would. I hope. I hope. I know momentum is a different story. People are not always sold on bull momentum. And and honestly, it might not always be that real if so many guys are leaving the program to go to the draft. Stop. Stop mitigating. You said it. You're right. Just stop where you said said you're you're right. You always push back on that. But you just said it. It'd be momentum. Yes, it would. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Jake. Mm-hmm. It'd be momentum. You haven't felt momentum for a while. Aren't you the guy who always says that bulls don't mean momentum? I go back and forth. <laughs> I flip flop. <laughs> Depends what bowl came it's at. You know, Fifty four to ten playing? against Virginia Tech. That, that's a good feeling for Maryland. Yeah, it's a really, former ACC rival they played. Against, really you know? good feeling. That's got to be a really. I mean, think about that. How that energizes that program. Whoa, we just beat Virginia Tech fifty four to ten. Fifty-four to ten, and the, and the Terps are seven and six. And you talked about the bottom of the Big Ten West being stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Ten East, Rutgers, Maryland. Yeah, those teams aren't 
slouches. They're not, they're not sloughs anymore. Rutgers, I believe, play. They play today. Let's see when they play. They, they obviously are filling in for Texas A&M. They're playing against Wake Forest in the bowl game. And that is not today. They gotta be. They gotta be mindful of not giving up fifty-five points to Wake. I'm serious. Well, they're why they're they're not even because. supposed to be playing. They're not supposed to be playing. No, but I'm. Uh, well, okay, I get that. Uh, granted, they're not supposed to be playing, but still, you don't want to give up fifty-five. That points. that game is tomorrow on New Year's Eve. Wake Forest Rutgers. That's a, an early kick on New Year's Eve of eleven a.m. Tomorrow's going to be fun. Uh, today, Sip, you've got four bowl games. You've got the Dukes Mayo Bowl okay. uh, at 11.30. That's okay. North Carolina versus South Carolina. How about that? Yeah, I'm not, Rivalry not there. interested. Go ahead. Uh, the Trans Perfect Music City Bowl with Tennessee and Purdue. Interesting. Interesting matchup. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, Michigan State versus Pittsburgh. No Kenny Pickett, no Kenneth Walker. Diminishes game. interest. Sure does. Yeah. Uh, and the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl, Wisconsin versus Arizona State. Interest interested, level? yeah, okay. interested, yeah. When those players aren't playing, not a rant, just a, I'm pointing out something. The people will tell you, "Come on, sip, Kenny Walker not playing in that game for Michigan State. Pickett, Kenny Pickett not playing in that game for Pitt. Um, is it Kenny Walker by the way? Kenneth Walker, Kenneth Walker, the yeah. third, not not playing in those games." Yeah, I mean, I know, I know. The, all the people that try to explain away the opt-outs as being okay, um, they they try to explain it away, but they can't. I mean, they it's disingenuous largely because that game's not nearly as interesting without those guys. How how do you say it's as inter- how do you say you're as interesting? No, uh, I mean, yeah. If you had a full straight of Kenny Pickett's playing and Kenneth Walker the third, then yeah, I'm watching. Yeah, that game. how do you say that? The, it, the but it's a it's a backup quarterback for a guy that was a Heisman finalist and going to be a first round pick, and a team without one of the best running backs in the land. I ask people, I ask those people, how can you look people in the eye and say you're as interested in that game? There's no way. Sip, you and I admitted we didn't. We forgot that last night Oklahoma and Oregon were playing. Right. And that's supposed to be a decent game. Right. We just forgot. Steam's out of the bowl season. It is. Steam's it is. 464-5685. Call or text as always. You can watch on the Sauter Heyman Jewelers video stream on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube and comment there. We have a call from Jim. Big Jim. Jim, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, fellas. Well, uh, good morning and almost a happy new year. Thank you. Um, yeah. Couple, couple things. Um, okay. I want you guys to play a game with me, see if you'll play along. All right. Hey, so, let's do this, James. But, but first, I want to address this. You know, I've been listening to you guys pretty religiously all year. And, you know, Sip, you and your positivity drive me crazy. And Jake, sometimes you and your negativity drive me crazy. But yeah, good. as you just heard me say, I've listened to you all year. So you guys are doing something right. So yeah. Well, great we, job this whole year, thank, guys. Thank you, Jim. Um, thank you for listening. The, go ahead. Thank you for listening, Jim. We appreciate it. You know that. You betcha. So um, here's the game I want you to play. Let's let's imagine you're in Vegas and you're walking up to the sports book. Okay. And you got to make three pretty substantial bets. And you've got some good coin in your pocket. Okay. Okay. So I want your answers. And again, see if you'll play along. One bet is you have to bet one way or the other if Coach Frost is still our coach after next year. All right. Okay. The second bet is you have to bet one way or another is Coach Coach Hoiberg our coach 
next year, okay. all the way through the season. And the third bet is, does a Cornhusker that's on the team right now, is he the starting quarterback for Nebraska next year? Or is it someone from the transfer portal that starts against Northwestern and okay. Ireland? All, so, all right, Jim. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang up, and I want to hear what you guys uh, have to say, okay? Okay. All right. Thanks, Jim. Thank you. All right. Anytime you mentioned Vegas, we're in a good mood. Okay. Um, I, there's one easy bet. There's two easy bets in that. No way Hoiberg's a head coach. I, I agree with that. No way Hoiberg's a head coach next year. Um, well, I shouldn't I, say unless, no unless way. Unless there's some sort of big flip in the season, but even that might not be enough. Yeah. Well, here's the tricky part of that discussion. In this market, and with the, with the expectations in that program so low, all it would probably take is five and fifteen in the Big Ten. I don't think that's enough, man. Are you sure? You talking about eleven? Sure? An eleven win season. This then. media, this media contingent will do cartwheels if they beat anybody and start saying, "Fred, oh hey, Fred, he can do it." They give him so much rope. It, not you. You, I don't no, think I, you I've, do. I, I want it to work. It's not working. So I don't give the leniency. Okay. I've, I've been pissed about the losses okay. to Western Illinois. I, when I say easy bet. I don't mean it's a guarantee lock, but I feel good about putting my money on that, that Fred won't be here. I feel good about that. I feel safe. I don't feel good. I don't want Fred to get fired. I like him. Of course you'd like him, but, man, the record's the record. My God. At what point do you have to say? The record is to say it's putrid and they've beaten nobody. Right. I mean, come on. And then they got issues, too, so I no. Um Yeah, you and I would both be – so very surprised that Fred Hoiberg is the head coach right. next basketball season. Okay, as far as the quarterback question, same. I feel pretty good to say no. It's not going to be this coming season. I don't think it's going to be somebody in the program. It'll be some. It'll be a portal guy. And if it's not Chubb or Purdy, I think it it would be a guy we just don't know about. I'd right probably now. bet the same way on that. Then Frost is a tough. One. That's the one we might go. We might go back and forth on a little right. bit. Frost is the one that's going to cause you a lot, a lot, a lot. Because Jim said it's substantial money. That's going to cause me some sleepless nights on. I, 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 it's hard. Jim, it's, I mean, the timing's everything in this. Do we have to make this bet before we know who the quarterback is? I think he said if you're going right now to Vegas. Right now. Right today. Right going now. Going to Vegas. See, that's a hard bet because you don't know all the personnel. You don't, There's going to be a lot of personnel shifts. Jake, think about it. There's probably going to be eight, six to eight to ten outgoing players from the players and six to eight to ten new players that they're looking for in the transfer portal to be immediate contributors. How easy is that to find that works out? Well, Mel it works for Michigan State. Mel okay, were, were they, are they the norm or are they the outlier? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be as, as profound as Michigan State, but I mean, I don't – maybe. No, it won't be. They're not going to have 17, 20 guys. Um but but I but we you have to make this bet without knowing exactly who the quarterback okay, is. Okay, so what are you doing? I'm I'll, I'll start. I say no. He's not the head coach ooh, ooh, after this season. Clo- yeah. Okay. I'm not. I can't play the game where I say it's going to be close. I got to make a bet. I got to make a bet. Well, I said it's going to be close, but I said no to answer the question of what am I betting on. I right. said no. He's you, not you, the head you coach made the bet. for the 2023 football season. Yeah. I'm gonna say he makes it by a hair. So, yes, so that's the one we're splitting on there. Yeah, because I think these hires were good, um, and I think they have the right idea with the quarterback situation and the right 
schedule. The schedule sets up okay for him. He's got to get through that first part. But that, come on, Jake, if, if, if surviving means 500, yeah, I think he, I, that's what I think it so seems they, like. Yeah, I mean, and they, the schedule would look like, indicate they should be able to go 500, I think depending he, on who's the quarterback and how they operate early on with this team. I'm banking on Frost with his back against the wall will will make some he's already made some necessary changes and he'll continue to make changes and there'll be more urgency in the program than there was i've talked about and this is just a feeling there's no this is just a a feeling a gut feeling there's i mean there's evidence i can't say there's not evidence that this is the case but i've always felt that one thing we need to learn from this frost situation is when you hire a coach don't don't talk about long runways. Don't do that. Don't say seven years anymore to anybody, to Bob Stoops, to anybody. You have as long as you want, son, <laughs> um, that you do, not, you do not lavish ungodly praise and say this is the only guy that can do this. Now, not everybody did that, but a lot of people did, probably including myself, okay? Don't, don't. It, don't put them on a pedestal like we did to Scott. Because why? Not only does it build us for, up for a letdown, but I think it it cuts into the urgency. I mean, we're saying all these guys are, are the gods and that they're going to make this come back. And we don't remember what they're up against. If we were looking at it through a clear lens when Frost was hired in late 2017, and not this – this sort of dreamy lens, you know, this, oh, God, look at this. The knight in shining armor has returned. If we were looking at it through a, through a clear lens, we would have, and there were people because they were talking to me about it, we would have said, um, he's walking into the Big Ten. He's not a very tenured coach. He's pretty, he's pretty young. And he's talking about his offense, you know, teams having to adjust to his offense. What do you think those other guys in the league are saying, those veteran coaches? I mean, what do you think Kirk Ferentz thought when he heard that? I mean, we didn't we 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 put him on a pedestal. I can't do that anymore. It cuts into urgency. Yep, it does. I don't think there was enough urgency. I think there was a feeling of well, I got seven years. I mean, I, see, that's I, just my I, feeling. I, that's I my felt feeling. I felt like there was urgency the second half of his first season, which which I think bled into the. Okay. Feeling before second season. With COVID. I'm telling no, the second season is still the most disappointing of all the seasons so far. Because you say why. I mean three and nine of course disappointing, but we were believing this still this, this is gonna be awesome. You know, not just work out but be awesome. They had a rough start. They start off 0 and six. Yeah, it's horrible. And then they finished four and two that year, uh by right. yeah. you know, by pushing Ohio State in the road, by pushing Iowa. Be beating Michigan State. Beating Michigan State. You know, they had a, they beat uh, they had some nice wins. You thought it was turning the corner. Right. And then and then you know they're ranked preseason, which was odd, but I got it in terms of why the hype was there. They look terrible in a win against South Alabama. They blow a game against Colorado, and then the season just was it just it never got going. It never got going. And then I don't think people were saying this is not going to work out, but the doubt was like, oh, oh god, this this was supposed to be a ranked team, a team that pushed for the West, and we missed a bowl. Think, well, now, 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 they I'm lost not, to Indiana at home. I know. Now, Jake, and think about what how they're losing. The special teams was a was a was a pretty consistent issue. Jake, what I'm saying. I'm not 
saying there was a lack of urgency without some evidence. The special teams thing was not, come on. The special teams with Scott during his first three years was not where it needed to be. What about last year? First four years, same thing. Okay, first four. It's not, it's not where it needed to be. That's, in, that's indicative of at least one thing. A young head coach not understanding the importance of special teams. Okay? When he couldn't name the kickers, I mean, that was a red flag to me. Like, okay, wait a second. Um, the, These guys matter, you know. They put up points yeah, on the board. Yeah, that was early. That was like the second or third year. I can't remember. Well, the sure. second year, they also had like six guys that kicked the season because of injuries and ineffectiveness. But it was a red flag to me that he didn't have a backup kicker. And what, what year would that have been? When he was using Macau. That was 2019, yeah. his second season. It was a red flag to me when he didn't have a true backup that you could rely on. I hate to do the Osborne thing all the time, but you know what, You know what, Jake? They had a kicker coach, Dan Young, okay? They always had kickers ready, Jake. Do you understand what I'm saying? They had kickers ready. You heard the kicker, the former kicker for Northwestern come yep, on. Jeff Budzine. Jeff Budzine come on our show and say what? That Fitzgerald coached him. Fitzgerald. To start and to end practices. Yeah. Fitzgerald coached the kickers. Because Fitzgerald understands the importance of special teams. Because he's Newt Fitzgerald. <laughs> Whatever. He's defi- I mean, the, the program, his program, needs, needs all the – it needs to tighten the screws everywhere because they're not blessed with – with great talent, nor is Nebraska. So you have to have all the screws tightened. He didn't. They weren't all tightened. That's just, I can't. There's no way Scott, if he's listening, could say, Sip, come on, that you're wrong. No, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. I mean, the screws on special teams were tight. Are you going to try to sell that to me? No. 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 Who would buy that? Right. Who would buy that sell? The screws weren't tight. Okay. That's what I mean. That's and that's what I mean by disappointed. And then what else were we disappointed about? Just a lack of infusion of talent that we thought we were going to see. I mean, no all big, no, no all Big Ten skill players except for one. Now the Big Ten tied into the year. Now that's good. I mean, that's that's progress. They mm-hmm. developed him very progress, well. Yes, yeah, they developed him very well. And you know what? What he was a difference maker in a, in a very deep tight end. Austin conference, Allen, by the way, yeah, Austin Allen was a di- difference maker. Now he's not going to be a first round pick. I'm not going to go on that. He will be. He check. will be drafted though. He yeah. will be drafted. Yeah, well, great. Yeah, Nebraska's going to have a player draft. They should have a. They, they should, should have five players drafted yeah, every trying, year. Yeah, well, let's think. How many will they have this year? Probably four. Austin Allen, Joe Joe, drafted. Drafted. Cam Taylor Britt's getting Cam's drafted. Cam's getting drafted. Cam Jurgens getting drafted. Cam Jurgens getting drafted. That's four. Yeah, Damian Daniels could get drafted. Mm, that's a maybe to me, but yeah. definitely possible. Yeah, he he could get drafted, and uh, I think Dante Williams. Could I don't. Get I don't. I don't think Stilly gets drafted. Probably he's close though. He might be like a seventh yeah, round he, pick. Yeah. Oh yeah. He'll be close. Yeah. And like, I think Dante Williams is close. Oh, I think Dante Williams. Now he hurt that knee, if, but he. I think he'll go run a fast time. <laughs> Imagine having like seven guys drafted after going three and nine. <laughs> they finally bust through this terrible drought of like having nobody draft, like you know, having one to two players drafted, and they get like seven in a year. They had your worst per, your worst so, record like ever. So weird. The season is so weird. I know. Yeah, we got off on a tangent. We got off. Well, this this is not an expected tangent. That's fine. But like, Jim, thank you. Thanks, Jim. That's a good question. Jim, thank I, you. That, that's like a mailbag question in verbal form, not yeah. through the mail. Oh. Jim, that was good. that was a gem. 
Jim, that was a gem from you. Yeah, I don't like to talk about Fred Hoiberg in those terms at all. It's not. I don't. We don't take any delight in it. But look, Jake, just Google's record real quick. Just, just hit, just hit Fred really, Hoiberg wiki. I don't want to have a painful thought right now. But we have to be fair. <laughs> um, I mean, we have to. Okay. Uh, all right. At Nebraska, he is. 20 and 52. Okay. 20, 20 and 52. 20 and 52. And in the Big Ten, he is. I don't have that right now. Oh, for crying. Well, I went, wow. to, I went to sports reference there. Yeah. I said I said hit. Yeah, I, I get it here. 20 and 52 overall at Nebraska, which is just atrocious. And in the Big Ten, he is 5 and 36. Okay. That's, five, that's the he's one. He's five and thirty-six in conference. And what are we worried about this this conference season? We're talking about the ceiling, the ceiling in year three. So I'm just illustrating something so people understand we're being fair to Fred Hoiberg. Okay, Jake, we're being we're being plenty fair. Okay. to Fred Hoiberg. Okay, he's he's what in the conference? Five and he's five and thirty-six. That's, in so far. That's going into the. This conference season, which they're zero and two right now, right? Okay, now we're talking about year three. The program ceiling, the is probably five wins in the Big Ten. Five and fifteen is is the ceiling. That can't sit well with people. Well, it doesn't I, I, no? I mean, there is you, the it interest doesn't. is so low right now. Yeah. The interest is so low yeah. in the program. They play Ohio State. If I am not interested, that's a bad sign for this program. Right. So that's why we're betting. That's why the money. Yeah, I mean, the it's money. Very, very easy to say he will not be here next season. Yeah. And, you know, Chris at the Baldwin uh, shop. All right. We, yeah, we got to. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's get a call before break from Chris from the Baldwin shop. Chris, you're on early break. Go ahead. Good morning, Steve, Jake. Happy end of the year, uh, and uh, thank you very much again for entertaining us all year. Yeah, well, you thank you. Hey, well, you've played a big role in that, he has. Chris. He has. So thank you. I mean it. Uh, well, if I play a big role, Steve, your show's in trouble. No, it's not. Your show's you're, not you're in trouble. You'll be getting canceled right after the first of the year. No, Jake might nope. get canceled for other reasons. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I'd, I'd like to I'd like to comment on, first on on uh, the Oklahoma game. Okay, I, I enjoyed that thoroughly. I was glad to see that. You know, I've 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 always been really a, a kind of a fan of that program down there when yep. when through the big eight years Steve Jake and uh-huh. through the big twelve years and and uh, I was glad I, it, it was great to see Bob Stoops walk out on that field before the game and the crowd just erupted and and you know that thing actually I I kind of fell asleep after it got to thirty to three yeah. and uh, I knew they were on their way but. Good for them, you know. Uh, they were dealt a, a dirty hand, I thought, by uh, by Lincoln Riley there, and, and you know, I I, I don't know. It's uh, that that stuff kind of rubs you the wrong way. But uh, 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 kudos to Oklahoma. But uh, uh, another thing, you guys, what uh, what Caller Jim brought up, and by the way, Steve Jake, we had our built-in bookie up here retire this year, and boy. 
if caller Jim needs a job, have him get a hold of me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can do yeah, that. that boy, that guy, I, I like that kind of talk there. But yeah. anyway, Steve, Jake, um, on uh, what you guys were talking about, you know, boy, it, we're going to chew on that a lot at the end, at, at, at the start of the new year about, you know, there's a lot of, you, you could, I mean, you could go special teams, offense, defense. There are a lot of pieces to that puzzle that have to be put together. I know. Over there. Yeah. A lot of pieces. And, uh, and right now, you know, we were talking about that. We had our, our little pizza party at the holiday pizza party at the shop yesterday. And pizza party? What we, kind of pizza? Well, we had, uh, we, we, uh, you know, we, uh, everybody likes different stuff. So, Steve, we decided on, uh, Valentino's is just right down the street from the shop there, you know, on 35th Smart. and Old Ridge. So we get Val's and okay. then we get Pizza Hut, too. Oh, wow. wow combo. Man, oh, you guys did it right. Yes, we, we do it up good and, yeah. and, uh, and we get some dessert. Uh, pizza and stuff. So, uh, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. But we were, we, you know, we were talking the football thing, and you know, I, it's just a, a lot of guys. You know, most, most, most people that I talk to, you know, they, uh, uh, it, it, it just don't look good for next year. I, I don't know they, that how they're going to put stuff together in eight months with new coaches and new players, and and uh, it's, it's going to be challenging. But um, yep. Well, we'll happen. see how it goes. But, hey, guys, I, I told Harrison now, uh, Steve Jake, uh, I'm uh, on on my way up with the uh, holiday care package. We passed the hat at the Christmas party. All right. So uh, I'll, I'll be delivering that later on, you guys. All right. All thank right, Chris, you. You're very kind. Yeah. We'll look, okay. Yeah. okay. Well, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang up, and, and uh, you guys uh, uh, and have a good show the rest of the morning. We're listening up here at the Baldwin Shop. All right, All right, Chris. Thank so, you. So Nebraska starts the season in Dublin, August twenty second. The football team, then they play North Dakota and Georgia Southern, okay. and then then they play Oklahoma and Lincoln, um, and then they then they go to Rutgers, and then they play Indiana. So it's, one, it's two, pretty, three, it's a pretty four, doable five, first six. part. Yeah, the first six are doable, but you know what would be just you know what would be just mortifying if they lose. To Oak, well, lose to Northwestern yep. close, yep. and then lose to Oklahoma close, <laughs> lose, lose at Rutgers, Rutgers close. Uh, <laughs> what if there's just a bunch of close losses and Frost is saying, see. well, we made a lot of changes. I think they're about to pop, but they just haven't popped yet. And we say, Frost, we've heard it, <laughs> we've seen it, we know we know what's going on here. <laughs> oh, I, hey, the Baldwin shot, boys, it is going to be tough. But it's happened. It's, it, it can happen. You can whip it around pretty close, and the schedule sets up for it. I think he can get four wins out of that and be four and two um, in that first six. He should be able to get five wins. Well, should. that's a lot to ask, but um, you got to get a I think they could get four and two. More next on an early break in the ticket.